Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. I'm Zach. Cruz. And I'm Brianna. Yeah. I know y'all heard that switch up. I know y'all heard that switch up. We do got a guest in the house today. Brianna. Hello. New. Uh, I want to say new because it's been a year, right? So pop in. Go ahead. Name yeah, Happy New Year's, guys. We appreciate you guys coming back for another week. As always, you guys, people are signed. If you guys are listening on the audio side, go check our video. We got a little banner up. It's kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check that out. But we do appreciate you guys coming back for another week. Always giving us support. It's a new year. Happy New Year. Happy part. New Year. For, it's the first part of the year. Um, we got a, I, I want to say something about the, for like the, the pod success. We got actually on a, on a radio show. It's actually every Wednesday at 4 p.m. We're going to be going. It's on the Block 105. It's an online radio station. So go check them out. This will be the first episode on 105 The Block. Yep. But as always, since you guys are our supporters, you guys are going to get the episodes first before the radio station does. If you guys listen to the radio station, go check out our Spotify. Go check out Apple Apple Music. Go check out Instagram. You can find all of YouTube. our socials there. Everything. So we got we got visuals. We got audio. Everything like that. And if you guys are on the Block 105 listening, we do appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening to us, giving us some love and support. You know, we've been doing this for almost about eight months now we've been doing this um so consistently every week we drop so we're, we're excited to have you guys as um as and we've been doing this for eight months and we hitting our stride now we That's got crazy. we just i mean we just ended the year with kayla Thaler. that was fun and then now first part of the year we yeah, got Bri- brianna new I'm excited to be here thank you any of you guys that i know a lot of people that think about real estate it's a sexy career it's fun it's this and that um we have Brianna here, who just within this year started and has seen success early and has a lot of little tips and Yo, tricks. She, she's killing the game, bro. She's been killing. I've been watching her. I remember when she was studying, we were talking to each other because when she was studying we for her stuff. back and forth. Yeah, when she was studying for her real estate stuff, I was I had just finished my signing agent stuff. And I remember we were talking about stuff like that. And, and over the last year, man, she's killed the game. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. So you guys can definitely stay tuned for that. We're going to have some stuff. She's going to be, she'll probably be dropping some knowledge bombs, some things that she went through. She's going to have some stories. Some fun like little stories about like, hey, I need to go see this viewing. And then, whoa, what yeah. just happened? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so definitely stay tuned to that. We're going to have a lot of things. But um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and drop into our weekly failing success and get this ball rolling so we can get into the Actually, fun stuff. Remix. Oh, yeah. Remix. Remix for sure. This is, uh, we're recording on Sunday. We're dropping on Monday If you listen to the Block 105 This is a Wednesday 4pm Eastern time But uh, We felt like we wanted to Mix this episode up a little bit And let's do our little New Year's resolution Instead of weekly success and failure Mm -hmm. Because at the same time That's what we talk about That's why we talk about it Accountability, progress, growth Um, My resolution this year Is to Um I want to say I set myself up for a lot of things 2021, mm-hmm. right? Like with the podcast, uh, got myself into the master's program at UCF or whatever. I made a big pivot moving from the CPA, going to into this kind of direction, more of operations direction. Uh, I want to follow through with everything, and I mm-hmm. want to take it up a notch. I want, I want to end next year looking back like, I'm doing this, like, yeah, we started the podcast 2021. We're yeah. doing this shit 2022. Yeah, you switched from the CPA 2021. Yeah, dude, you're doing this shit 2022. Your career, your school, everything. Yeah. I want to follow through with purpose. That's my that's my year. That's that's my resolution this you year. You never know what's around the corner. 100%. For real, you never know. 100%. You never know. And then for me, um, I haven't really told you guys about this. Um, I've told only a few people in my life. Um, so I'm going to be dropping it for you guys. But... So my girl graduates um, next year, like May or so. And after she graduates, 
um, my plan is by next year, I'm planning on actually going to get my pilot's license. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to get my pilot's license. So I'm hoping by the end of next year that my goal is to get that started. And hopefully by the end of next year, I want to have my pilot's license, like at least my private pilot's license um, out the How way. How long is that process? Private pilot's license, man, you can actually get that done in a couple months. Really? Wow. Like you have to be like you have to be grinding, and hustling, like focused on it, give it, give it your all. Um, but but yeah, it's possible. You, yeah, and I'm I'm my like that's my goal is to have it done. But my overstretched goal is I want to be an instructor by the end of next year. Instructor, it's pilot instructor, man. pilot that's instructor that's by the end of next year. Yeah, that, that's oh that's my, my that's my that's my big big goal. If I don't if I don't reach that, I'm not gonna kill myself. But if I reach that, I'm gonna be super excited. That's that's definitely what I want to do. And you were saying that Melissa's finishing school because that. Freeze you up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I don't have to. I don't have to be trying to kill myself so much. I'm still going to be working, doing everything I'm doing. Because the great thing about becoming like a pilot is you can do it. It's like super, super, super part time. The schooling is online. The ground schooling is online, and then the flight time. You know, you only got to do here and there. You can it schedule. ain't easy. You can, no, it's no, definitely not easy. Nothing, any, nothing, anything good is not going to be easy. 100%. But I'll, I'll do it, and I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. That's there you go. What about That's you, insane. Brianna? Yeah, I know. I dropped the bomb. Up with that. Brianna, our guest, first guest of 2022. What's your Ooh, new give me some, give me some applause. <laughs> Honestly, um, this year has been so crazy, and there's been so many changes in my life. Um, I have a lot of goals for next year, or for this year. Yeah. But I definitely want to end 2022 looking back and scaling my business so much higher than I've reached already. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, there's so much that goes into it, but I'm really excited about yeah. it. That's all I got to say. I there just want, I just want more for myself and my business and my family. There you go. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I, and that, that's one of the biggest things. I feel like everybody, everybody always wants to go for something more and do something more. And in like, you got to have steps implemented. You got to do it. And you know what? I know for sure you're going to kill it. because Because, man, let me tell you what. I give it to her Hell because yeah, she's, she's hungry, bro. From what I've seen last year, man, I've been impressed. She's she's killed the game. We were, like I said, we're going to get into it. And she's had some big, big accomplishments and milestones for first year. And, you know, I think they say, what, 90% of realtors never sell a home, right? Something like that. In their first year? In their first year. I don't know the statistics, but a lot of people quit on their first year. Yeah. And not you didn't quit. No, you succeeded. You dominated. You killed it, and that's that's big, big. Can I just tell you, my first deal was within my first couple weeks of real estate, and I beat out the top listing agent in St. Cloud. Really? Yes, I did. Wow! I was going head to head with her, um, with one of my really close friends. Um, to get that listing, how does how does a head to head work? What do you mean? So like, Um, because she owns a lot of this like territory. The realtor that I was going up against, obviously, she has a really big name for herself. I just got my license. I have basically no knowledge. All I had was my brokerage and, you know, myself to give. And who was your brokerage at the time? Uh, I worked for Rural Realty Real Estate. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I really had to fight for that. It wasn't a super close friend. She she was a friend... um, my brother worked at a hair salon and she worked at the same hair salon Uh and we've known each other for like five years Uh and she was doing my hair and they were getting close to listing their house and I was getting close to get my uh, license and you know there was a lot of different things that I had to offer her to get the listing yeah but I had to beat out someone who has a name I mean, I can just experience. I, I, can, I can just say it. She she had a really big name for herself. Yeah, she's the top listing agent for Harmony. For Harmony. So yeah, 
which is in St. Cloud. Yeah. So you were you were just starting, or not even starting out yet. You were in the process of getting your license, getting a haircut from somebody that's like, well, we might be listing here <laughs> yeah, soon. Exactly. And you know that you're that you're getting ready to connection. compete. Yeah. Wow! Look at that. So listen to that. Look look how, uh, yes, experience. Uh, uh, big name stuff like that helps a lot for somebody that doesn't know you. So but I, I put it to her like this: I said, "Listen, um, you know, I know I just started my real estate journey, and all I can tell you is I'm going to do just the same work amount of work as her, but I'm going to do more. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I know you personally, and I'm going to make sure that you're going to get exactly what you want during this transaction. And that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. And that, that one of the things is, man, like. Like promising people things and like saying, "Oh, I could do this and doing that," you know, like that that can help you open up the door to kind of get in there. But what you actually bring to the table and what you actually I show, I said it with integrity. Exactly, I that's, knew what was going to exactly. Happen. That's what I'm saying. And if you say you're going to do something, especially when you work for yourself, like what you bring to the table is so important when you work for yourself because like a big company name in the back of you is you. And if you say you're going to do this, 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 and this, and this, and you come to the table and you don't do this, this, and this, it can go downhill for me because I realize that society as a whole they have a really harsh attitude towards business owners it's like you go to mcdonald's they forget your fries it's like whatever you're gonna go to mcdonald's tomorrow but if you if you work for if you go to like a small business and they mess up they take it more personally for whatever reason i don't know what it is you know what mm-hmm. i mean like if you go to like a little small mom pop shop and they forget, if you order six wings and they give you five you're gonna go online and rant about it you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. for the average consumer so for like when you're a small business making sure that you bring to the table what you what you say you're gonna bring is huge huge and obviously you killed that and i'm sure that probably came back to you in tenfold i'm sure they probably referred you to a million other people too you know that's the big thing I gotta, too. my that's funny that you say that because i think it was my second to my biggest listing that i got was a referral from her exactly. was a referral Boom. from her just yeah, like that from her that's what wow. i'm saying exactly so that's what i'm saying and like uh four hundred and ten thousand dollar listing and i sold it for four hundred and twenty wow. and so let's just go over this i I saw you post it but i want to i want to go over it with you so what was your annual sales for this year i did 2.6 million oh, <laughs> drop that shit for <laughs> real 2.6 million What's in real estate sales that? Yeah. <laughs> 2.6 million that was, in the first year that Think was about my that. first year yep. i had one lead that my brokerage gave me everything else was so organically generic. uh created and or referral wow what wow. uh before we get deep into this because if we get deeper than i ask this question <laughs> it's gonna be crazy what because you said you and zach were like kind of studying at the same time when he was studying for his notary signing yeah. you were studying for the real estate exam yeah. What made you kind of go for that? Because you got... For real estate? For real estate. What made you go for real estate? Because those um, people that don't know, you have kids. You got three kids. I have you got three a, children. A oh. husband. Yes. A home. You know, I, I was... <laughs> I, it, it's hard to just say, say a couple sentences to just start it out, but... I will say, number one, it was, like, planted in my heart by God. Really? A hundred percent. That's great. Um, I think we all go through, especially if you're, if you have, like, a certain path that you want to go on. In my life, I went through so many different things, and I know that I, I came from the medical field. I was, oh. going, I was going to be a registered nurse. I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. I wanted to do all those things, but I noticed ethically um, ethically, like everything wasn't aligning mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, like I really want this money. I really want this lifestyle, but this ain't the path for me. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I left, I, I got pregnant in 2019, and I left my job as a medical assistant, and I became a stay-at-home mom. And in late, I guess in 2020, I decided to do real estate. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I started to get in this weird obsession I dreamed about it. I studied it. Like, it's all I wanted to do. So at what point did you get the uh, medical assistant? And then how long were you a stay-at-home mom? I think right after I got my high school diploma, I I was like, I need to get in the medical field. I need to do something. Uh That was my career path. Boom. So I went to Tico here locally, got my medical assistant. Um, Tico. Hey, congrats to you. Right around the corner from here. Yeah. Studied for a whole year, had, you know, A's and B's throughout the whole thing. And I ended up getting my license. And uh, I think my first job was making like, I didn't even get a job as a a medical assistant at first. I I ended up working as a um, pharmacy, uh, working with pharmacists Mm -hmm. at at a uh, call center. Mm -hmm. um, Where did I work? At UF and Lake Nona. Ah. I was working with pharmacists. So, and then I got a job as a medical assistant and I was working for a year and a half and I was just like, this is not for me. Yeah. But in between those, those years, I did like multiple MLM. Like I was selling products online, doing social media. So my entrepreneurial spirit was getting fed. Mm-hmm. I was just not doing the right things that I needed to be doing. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you were in the middle of something you thought you should be doing. Now you're in the middle of it, and you're doing things that you re- you're starting to find out what you like. It, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, ooh, I like marketing this. I like pushing this out. I like the social media effect. I like, and it was almost like I like everything but the medical part of this. Yeah, yeah. it was hard. I mean, <laughs> I I did it because I love helping people. Like that's my calling, um, and I felt like that was the fastest way to make money and help people. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, so. When I got into real estate, I was just like, this is all or nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have my children. I have my life. I have my hubby. Like, I need to do this. Yeah. Because I promised that I would bring him home. I I told you guys earlier, he works um, for a drilling company, and he's gone a lot. Yeah. For the first, like, seven years of our relationship, he was gone every week and would come home on the weekend. So Mm -hmm. I promised Mm -hmm. him that I would bring him home one day. Mm. And Ooh, my, my goal is deep. to do that. It is. It, it's deep. It runs deep. So, but, but yeah. what the made you? What made you quit as a medical assistant? And then, at, at what window of time were you a stay-at-home mom? Um, as soon as I left, um, twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, twenty nineteen. As soon as I left uh, my medical assistant job, I, I got pregnant. I left and I stayed at home and. It wasn't long until I was like, I need to do, do something, something else. Yeah. I am bored. It kills I do not you. know how to live here with these children. Like, I need to do Get something. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like 2020, pretty much. Like, the end of 2019, 2020. I, I had posted on Facebook, like, everything that happened this year and, you know, my sales this year. And I said, in 2020, God gave me a vision and, and it gave me something in my, put something in my heart in the middle of a global pandemic. Word. It was. I studied. I studied at home on my computer. Um, when I took my licensing test, I studied at my brokerage. Mm-hmm. I was on my computer when I took my licensing mm-hmm. test. It was crazy, yeah. but I did it. You know, and, and we were talking about before. You actually said that you failed your test a couple times, right? I did. Just, just like, Jacob. like just like Jacob on our podcast. <laughs> Which, sorry. Respect. Yeah, we don't have Jacob in here today, so we're going to be missing him. It's but his fault. Yeah, he, tell he, him, DM him. He's stupid. Nah. <laughs> he <laughs> it was, was his like, birthday weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Aww. But yeah, so she, had, so you, so you fed it twice. You said right, just like Jacob did, and that's that's big because 
just like Jacob, you know, when you feel something, you got to keep going, you know, for sure. And, and if you would have gave up on your first time, where I, would you have been? You want to be here right now? I can tell you the first time that I that I failed, um, I think I got it's a hundred question test. Mm-hmm. And I think I got you. Ha- you had to pass with a 70, right? Or 75 70, or something. Yeah, 70. 70, 70 or 75. And I I passed with like a 71. Oh. And I was like, what the hell? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I study. I put everything that yeah. I had into that test and I still failed. So the fact that I felt I was like, all right, I'm doing it again. Yep. So I scheduled Fuck it you. a week later. Um, a week later. A, a week later. Good job. Oh, wow. Um, that second time. Um, I was on question 98 and the MacBook dies. Oh. Someone from my brokerage runs, drives like an asshole through St. Cloud to go get the computer, the charger. And I got back on with the proctor that was online and, and I said, can I finish this test? And he said, no. Oh. And it, it's like, you have to pay to, to do the test yeah, every time. Yeah. I said like 98 questions. Are you kidding me? I said, all right, schedule it for tomorrow. And I scheduled it and I passed. Whoa. Crazy. But you know what? When I did it, you need to set the intention because before I put all this hype into it and I was telling my friends, my family, and I had this expectation to fill. But when I went into it the third time that I actually did it, I had, I let go. I said, you know what? If I'll pass, I'll pass. Great. If I fail, I'm going to try again. Whatever. When I went in for that test. I knew I had to do it. Yeah, exactly. You were sick and of that shit. I was. You were like, yo, I just had this guy drive through all this traffic for a charger. I, I, I'm at question 98. I've I seen congratulations. You received your real estate license. You are licensed in the state of Florida. And I just. How did that moment break. feel? I can't, I can't explain it, but I sat there with myself for a minute and I just soaked it all in. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like wow, it's almost was, unreal. It was. Um, real estate, to get your real estate license, it doesn't take that long. You take no. a, I think it's like a 64 hour class yeah. and then you got to study for your license and then you pass your license and you become a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So once I became a real estate agent, like all that work was, was good, mm-hmm. but the real work come, came after. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it's, it's a kick, total different yeah. ball game. What Listen you learn in that. real estate school is not what you actually do on the field. And Which I is think, why... Who the fuck cares about that test? I know. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you care because you need a pass to work. Y'all don't want to know the questions that were on it. It was crazy. It's stupid, right? It like that, that's what Jacob was saying. Jacob was like, "Those questions are so stupid." On there, <laughs> it has nothing to do with how you make money in real estate. It's, it, it's true. It's one hundred percent, and it's it's crazy because like that's the reason why it's easy is the reason why everybody's mom and brother and sister, everybody's a real estate agent. But the thing is, is how many are successful mm. with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think I said, I was, I think we said it before when we were on here, something like that. But like. I'm pretty sure I saw a statistic that said 90% of realtors never even sell a house. It's true. So when you hear everybody say, oh, I'm a realtor. And I, I, all the time I talk to people because I'm in the real estate industry, you know. And I talk to people and like, oh, I'm a realtor too. I'm like, oh, that's cool. How many houses have you sold? Everybody oh, no, knows I never a real sold one. estate agent. Yeah. Yep, exactly. That's what and, I'm saying. Um, this is the type of field that you have to set your, yourself apart from other people. 1000%. And the best way that I did that this year, I would say, is the relationship that I have with people. Mm. Because you're, the first thing that brokerages try to teach you is to, um, to start touching your sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. And 
when I did that, I was talking. I did not miss one day this year without talking about my business yeah. or talking to someone. Mm-hmm. It's all about planting seeds. Like, I'm not going to hit somebody up and, and talk to them about real yeah. estate. I'm going to hit them up and tell them Happy New Year or mm-hmm. how are they doing. Yep. Like, we all are connected. And when they go to do a transaction, I want them to think of me, like, Brianna oh, Ebrins, the realtor yeah, yeah. here in Florida. You know what I mean? So to break that down, you're saying like, <clears throat> here's a market that I have, right? Let me start off with just saying happy new year, a happy birthday. You go girl or, or you go like, hey, congratulations on this new job offer yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Knowing like, hey, just know that I do real estate, yeah. period. But I support you. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, like we're all people and we're all connected and it's not just about business. Yep. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, when I do it. Even if I don't do a transaction with somebody, I'm always, like, asking someone, like, always trying to refer someone. Like, if you need a plumber, you need a roofer, like, anything that has to involve a house, I want to yeah. re- be involved because I want to help you. Yep, exactly. That's my job. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. it sounds like, like, A, and we've had an episode about it, it sounds like you like just doing things with love. Yep. There's a method to my madness. Right? Yep, that's, exactly. the, that's the There's main method, method to your madness. So, it's like... Let me market. Let me use social media to separate myself. But let me do it with love and, and not 100%. like hunger. I, I, and I, I spoke about that in the podcast, too, because like I had to like a pretty like a pretty decent sized marketing campaign for my business. And um, what I was doing is like before, whenever I used to go speak to people, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm here to market myself. Blah, blah. Like that's my mindset was like, hire me, hire me, hire me kind of, you know. And then so I started switching up and I even we had it when on the episode that he was talking about, I actually spoke and dove into it. Like I just started going in there and just talking to him like, oh, you know, how are you guys doing? Blah, blah. And it's kind of went in there just kind of talking to them as them and not even trying to say hire me. It was just more so like, oh, well, here's a gift card for that. Oh, you look great today. Blah, blah. Just come in. Oh, hey, my name is Zachary. I'm just a local. I'm a local signing agent. If you guys need anything, just let me know. Left versus me before it was like, oh, you know, like, where can I send my resume? Blah, 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 you know, right. and it was. The outcome was a lot, a lot, a lot It's true, though, because nobody likes being told what to do, right? No, 1,000%. And even, like, if anybody's bought a car, you know, like, hey, I know the car I want. I know this and that. And then as soon as you pull up to the dealership and somebody walks to your face, you're like, fam, give me a second here. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me relax. But then as soon as, like, you know what you want, but somebody has been talking to you, like, you know that person's in your circle Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you, oh, they happen to sell cars. Let me talk to this person because... I want to do business with them or whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I mean, as a business owner, you have to provide value to everybody mm-hmm. that you come in contact with. So if you're just looking out for your outcome in your pocket, there's not much value that your consumers nope. can get if you're just looking out for you. But if you're looking out for everyone, the money's coming. 1,000%. That's what I, exactly and, and that's how I looked at it this year. I was like... I literally was talking to everybody about yeah. my business. That's talking to people at gas stations, like talking to random people. And I don't know necessarily if I got a deal out of that, but I know a lot of my deals came from social media yeah. or referrals. I yeah. would tell you too, even like from doing this podcast, you might not have gotten a deal from that gas station conversation yet. Yeah. But at some point next year, you're going to be like, holy shit, I just yeah. talked to the homie at the gas station and now I'm selling a house. You, know, yeah. you, you never, you, you never Where, know when it's gonna come. That's, you that's, never know. So your first sale came, not easy. You were working for your first sale before you even had your license, right? Did I that was. go into some of the reflection? Like as soon as you passed that test, did you think about that first sale that was gonna happen? hundred <laughs> percent. Whenever, whenever <laughs> she told Call that person. me that this other realtor was coming in and offering her this, I had. 
I felt so many different emotions, but I was like, I, I have to execute. I mm-hmm. have to get this. Mm-hmm. And my broker was like, you're going to beat out the top listing agent here in St. Cloud. Like in your first week of real estate, you're fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> oh my God, you're good. Like I was, I was on fire. What were some I of the things am. that she could offer that you felt like the name Polly more than anything, like the so, brand? I, right? I, I, I can disclose this. I think yeah. it's okay to disclose. So, um, you know, I think it's okay. <laughs> we'll cut it. Just tell us later. Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> the person I was going up against, her sister is a billionaire. Uh, Do you watch Shark Tank? Okay. Yeah. Okay. One, one of the ladies on there, that's her sister. Oh, shit. And her last name is plastered on her business. Oh. And she has a lot of business. She does millions of dollars. I don't even know why she was trying to get this $300,000 listing. Mm. Um, but so there was that. And then she's like, you know, she just sold my friend's listing and they got her and this it much. Good. And, and it was on three days on the market. And I oh, said, listen, shit. I'm going to do everything that this lady did and more. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, cu- I cut my percentage to get my first deal. Mm-hmm. I cut, I cut, listen I to cut, that. That's- I cut my pay to get my first deal. And I did that because I knew if I had, because, you know, when I first started, I had to be like, my brokerage yeah. did this last year. My brokerage, I, you know, they're going to back me up. Yeah. But if I have one sale and then I, I can use that the next time I talk to somebody like, listen, I just sold this custom home surrounded by trailers for 300,000. Yeah. I can sell this home for this much. Like, yeah. you know, so. You know, I had to build my portfolio in real estate. Oh, period. And I did it. I did it strategically. Mm-hmm. And once I got the listing, I don't care what that paycheck looked like because that was the foundation of my business. Exactly. Yep. And I still talk to her today. I still, I, for Christmas, I wrote every single client that I have a handwritten card, sent them through the, through the mail. So that they can know how much I appreciate that. Yeah, that's big. That's, that's, that's You touch. have to do that. You yeah. have to follow up with your clients. Because if you don't, next time they do a transaction, they're not going to remember mm-hmm. Brianna selling their house three years ago. They're yep. going to remember the realtor that's mm-hmm. on their last, you know, their brain the last yeah. time. So, yeah. And, and that's kind of a good thing because, like, I was going to touch base on that. Is like, because you, you were saying how big she is and, like, how much she does for that. You know what? There's pros and cons. Well, it's intimidating, but you know what? Like, honestly, personally, as me, for me, I wouldn't want to go for a company like that because I feel like, to me, I've learned that companies are big like that. So, like that, you're just a number at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And yeah. she, she, you know what? She sold the house for $300,000. She sold the house in three days on the market for the other person, right? Or whatever that you said. Who's to say that that could have been more money because if they would have waited a couple of days, you know what I mean? And a lot of people want this one to flip, 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 flip. And I've learned the bigger companies, it's not as one, as much one-on-one, you know what I mean? Like I, I could not believe the percentage that, that I was competing against and... I, I could not believe it. I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. Like, what Like, what do you mean? Because, like, average percentage is what, 3%? No, no, no. So, whenever, you, now, nowadays, when I charge a seller percentage, is 6%. Ooh. You have to remember that the seller's agent pays the buyer's agent. agent. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, when okay. I work for buyers, buyers have expenses that they have to do. Mm-hmm. They have to pay for inspections, appraisals, closing costs. They don't pay their realtor. Mm-hmm. The seller's agent pays them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do a big wig. I, I charge 6%. I get 35 Yeah. The buyer's agent gets 25 mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it is. I work very hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But it, I, I, and I see that pretty often, too. Sometimes I see even 
crazier things but yeah that that's i see that pretty often sometimes people split it half and half sometimes it's not it just depends so when you mean you ate a percent on your on your first sale what what did you do five what five percent instead of some of that probably y'all y'all don't want to know no tell us <laughs> because i i can't imagine of the statistics of those first year realtors don't do that um i i took one percent for mm. me uh, at the end of the day, I took 1%. That's I gave the buyer's agent 2%. Smartest Because I knew at the end of the day, when I listed that house and they seen 1% for their commission, that realtor is going to look at that house and, and not like, send nope. it to their clients. Mm-mm. I put my clients in front before me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I succeeded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's dope. And that's big because, like you said, <laughs> that helped you land it. And it happens. You know what I mean? It, it, it's part of the process. And you, like, it, building your portfolio is big. Like in my side of the industry too, whenever you first start out, you don't get direct clients. We have to go through signing services. And signing services is like a middleman. They take they part of the money. And so instead of making instead of making a hundred to two hundred dollars per signing, you're making seventy five to one hundred twenty five dollars per signing. You know what I mean? And you, you gotta do it to build your portfolio and kinda say, Hey, you know what, this is what I can bring to the table and this is what it is and that's part of business, you know what I mean? Hey yeah. but here's a gem you just dropped because like of whatever the what well, I don't know what the percentage statistics you guys just dropped on first year realtors, right? I don't even know. What, I don't keep up look, with it. Look, 1% is better than 0%. And look 100%. What, and 100% on that. <laughs> no, but, but, and look what that 1% did for her. That's the foundation. You heard us talk mm-hmm. about it. That's the foundation of your business right there. And that's your experience. That's your reference. That's you your everything. Can you, can, people but, but, don't but, understand that. You can argue whether that was an L or not, though. It's not an L. It's not. No, a, I don't but think but it's, it's an like, L. I sold it for three hundred thousand, and I got one percent. So that's, that's, that's on my not, first deal. That's an upfront. And okay. you did it in two weeks of being a real estate agent. How many it, people make? How many people make three thousand dollars in the first the first two weeks of real estate? Not many. It's an L. Not many. But in your in your to your point, it's an L to what people think real estate is. Yeah, right. It's so true. it's like start it, get into it, and then you figure out what this shit really is and what mm-hmm. you really want to do to it. How bad do you want it? Right, like some. I bet you, out of that. That's less brown. Out I'm of that, ask you, how bad do you want it? Somebody's phone vibrating. Oh, that's mine. Oh, <laughs> no, you're fine. I was of, like, what's going on? <laughs> I, I bet you, a hundred percent of those people that quit real estate didn't offer up a percentage of their sale. Yeah. And it's like, why not? I would almost exclusively do a small. Not saying that you should, because you yeah. blew up. You yeah. you worked outside of what good now. you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm in the green but, zone. But for yeah. those people that think that that like they're doing the bare minimum, at least work with your percentage. Like, yeah, because because just like you said, the 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 buying agent looks at your percentage and goes, ooh, <laughs> like might not even show their seller or their buyer any other houses. But it's true, right? Because yeah. they're selfish. Take advantage of other people's selfish. It's Tendencies. It happens. Oh my God, that's a good. That's yeah. a good point. It's a really big, yeah. And a lot of like, for example, like I, I, um, I told you before, I work, I work really closely with an investor, and he has a realtor that he uses, and he only pays him one percent. Period. Period. But he does, I mean, he does volume. He does yeah. volume, volume. <laughs> it, it depends. You know, I, I'm, I'm the CEO of my own business, so yeah. I can choose what I want nowadays. You yeah. know, if I, recently I have a seller that has three properties, and yeah. he, I, I made a good connection with him, and. He told me he was going to sell all three properties with me. So I charge him 5% yeah. for every property. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to charge him 6% like I do. So, so on that, that's, that's that's smart. Did you, um, so did you end up picking the pay cut or did you cut it on the buyer side or both sides? On that one? Yeah. Did you do like two and a half for, 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 I, each, for each? So I have the listing that I have under contract right now that's going to close the end of January with him. That was the first house. Um, it's it's 2.5 each. Okay. So cool. So, so you took it on your side. So you didn't, you didn't yeah. cut the buyer's. 
aging out. No, you cut I mean, yourself. I, I can always take, um, you know, 3% and get them 2%, but yeah, I, I feel like giving. Yeah, exactly. Like That's going, what it is. Going out to eat and giving a, a, you know, them a $50 tip. It's just yeah. something you do out of, yeah. out of your heart. Exactly. And especially if you're getting three houses, I mean, it's going to pay for you in the long run overall. Yeah. But, but fucking with the buyer's percentage could mess with you, though. Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, yeah. realtors would not bring somebody to the house if the percentage isn't right for them. That's not me. I would never do that to my yeah. clients. I don't care if it's a 1%. I would yeah. never do that. Like, Wait. like I'm on a mission to find you what you need. If it takes me getting 1%, you know, I've only seen mm-hmm. that a couple times. So when you play with the percentages, you're talking about your percentage. And then I know that the buyers are going to be interested because we're going to pl- their percentages to remain similar. Well, the seller's agent sets the percentage. So whatever's on the MLS, on the, you know, here's one, two, three, Grape Street. Uh-huh. Um, and then down below, you see it's 2%. That's mm-hmm. what you get. I, I would never, ever not show my clients something yeah. because I'm going to get a pay cut. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. Huh. That's, that that's is good stupid. That, that's good, though. That's good morals and good ethical values that are going to take you gotta you have it. Yeah, you have I, to. Uh, 40% of my class was ethical and moral. Yeah. It, so... Hmm. And you'd be like I said, you'd be surprised that <laughs> there's some people in the real estate industry that don't that don't always I, hold high standards. I believe standards in, in giving, giving, and you will receive so much one, more. One thousand percent. It's, it's coming. Everything. Yep, that's a common theme in what you're talking about. Like uh, you were marketing with love, and it ends up bringing more. Uh, doing business with love, and it ends up giving more. Take that in a little bit because that shit pays off. Like one thousand percent. You're talking to one of the very successful in, in one year. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because you know. I've I've talked to a lot of people in this industry this year. So many people, and there's this one, there's this one guy who did like seven point something mil this year, and it was his first year. And I I posted mine two point six, and I'm like I'm so proud of myself. Like Fuck I worked yeah. so hard. Thirteen closings. Like it took a lot of work for me to get to that table. And yeah. I told myself this year I was going to do twelve closings, one per month. I wanted yeah. to make sixty k this year, and um. I did more than that. 13. I did more than Get that. Get him. She's like, mm, And mm. it's crazy because I was like, I was talking to him. I was like, you did seven points something this year. Like, like your numbers are astronomical. Yeah. Like, that's your first year. Everybody's talking to me like how they're so proud of me. Like, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, I, I look at the people that are doing more than me because I'm going to be where they're at. Yeah. yeah. I'm hanging out with people that are doing more than me because they have something to teach me. Everybody. I do not... I, I will tell you, I started in from January, I would say October. Let me give my my last broker credit because yeah. he taught me everything I knew when I started. Mm. From, I would say, October, January uh, to August. I started January. August, I left my brokerage. Yeah. And it was nothing personal. It was really so that I can grow my business. Mm. But I started at a brokerage that had just opened up their brokerage yeah. in October of that Whoa. prior year of uh, 2020. So that was like their first year of being yeah. open when you started with them. Yes. Wow. So when I started with that brokerage, I said, you know what? I'm not going to start with this big name company. Mm-hmm. He encouraged me. He's like, go out, search for, search for brokerages. But I found like, I like community and I like doing things with people and I like one-on-one. Yeah. I don't want to be number 20 and then my broker's being up there. I never talked to him. Like that's who I, what I wanted to do. And so yeah. that's what I did. Um, and I had to fight my first couple months in real estate. Like this is my broker's yeah. name. Like 
I've never heard your brokerage's name. Like, how, how many numbers did you do? Like, I had to fight for my brokerage's name and for myself. Mm-hmm. That was very difficult for me. Especially as a new agent, too. But I started because I knew the power of community, and I knew the power of working with somebody. I, I knew that person when I started. I, work, I, I knew that person since middle school. Yeah. So I was like, this is what's right. You knew um, your the new brokerage since uh-huh. middle school. The, yeah, the, your the old broker. broker. Yeah, your the broker. Old broker. My old broker. Yeah. I, I knew him since middle school. He was my age. He opened up his own brokerage. He's really, very successful. Very proud of him. Um, but when I left, it was hard. Yeah, it was a very hard thing to do. But I did it because I wanted more for my business. Yeah, and it was nothing personal. It was something I knew I had to do for my business. Yeah. What do you think that they? So like, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you like yeah. when you say more, what exactly more do you like? Can you, can you like elaborate on that a little bit? So more as in more structure, more training. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was at a brokerage that was predominantly male Mm -hmm. and I'm a mother. I'm a female. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be around. I noticed myself going to my first month. I ended up like going online and I was on on Instagram and I, I ended up like connecting with these realtors. They're like. I don't even know what they're called, <laughs> what, what 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 their uh, business is, but yeah. I ended up going like paying a hundred dollars for training. It was a photo shoot thing, and I was like, I'm going alone. Um, and I showed up, and I showed up to this mansion in Windermere, and I was like, This is where I'm. At. I'm at home, baby. Like, <laughs> this is what I want to be doing. Yeah, These yeah. are the women I want to surround myself with. Yeah. And you know, you in your in your business, you have to surround yourself with people that are doing so much more than you. Yep. Yeah. And and I was there. And these girls sell million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. The girl that I met, her name is Tiffany Pantosi. She's a realtor, and I think she's located in Windermere. She. Mm. She uh, listed Shaq's mansion, oh. and she was speaking that day. Oh. That set the tone for my year, oh. for, yeah, for 2021. And I, I was like, I want to be like these women. Yeah, women so, empowerment, right? You know, eight months later, I ended up giving COVID. Oh, yeah. um, I was stuck in my house for three weeks, and I was just really focused on myself and my business and what I wanted. And I made the decision to leave my brokerage yeah. and go somewhere else. The person I partnered up with, she's a woman, she's a mother, she's a did ten million the year before. Like I wanted to be with her. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did. And it's been crazy. Like I think when I left, I left my brokerage in August with five deals. Oh wow. Two of those deals were two two separate um listings and they fell through. I brought the I brought the seller cash buyers. And they signed that day, and he did not want to sign. He wanted to cancel the listing. Wow. And that was, let me see. The seller wanted to listen? And cash buyers. The, the, the seller wanted to cancel. Why, why, why was yep. that? And it's like last minute, like cold fee or something? I, it was cold fee. I can't, I can't really disclose too much. Yeah, yeah. But I will say it was very hard. And I, I, I said, you know what? I'm not going to cut ties with this person. I understand where you're at. Yeah. Let's cancel it. Um, no, don't worry. Like, I'm not going to sue you. Like, like some clients are so worried that realtors are going to sue them. Mm. I, I would never do that to my client. And, and the new brokerage that I'm with, I'm with EXP. 
the home pride group at EXP. And um, I called my brokerage, and I was like, listen, I'm in this situation, and, and it's so nice to be able to call one person, and ha- and they have, like, 100 different answers for yeah. you. Like, it, it's so nice to be connected with people that are on another level. With your brokerage. My brokerage Specific, is That's big. your business. My brokerage is the international business, and, it, it, and I, I was so appreciative that when I was in that situation, I could call somebody. They said, Brianna, we don't sue our clients. Like, that's uh-huh. not our memo. So when I heard that, I was like, Listen, Mr. Seller, like you're yeah. good. You know, you want to do business later? Let's do business. Yeah, exactly. But that was like, I would have hit three mil this year if I would have done those deals. Uh, so it was hard. It was duplexes. It's all good it though because re- it's good. Who, who, who knows? Maybe next year, maybe the next year after when real estate keeps climbing, maybe it'll be yeah. more. You never know. So I've always learned that when things fall through and something doesn't happen, there's, there's purpose for it. Yeah. And, um, you know, our job. My job mainly is to lead, generate, make appointments, yep. um, sign contracts, and get to the closing table. Mm-hmm. Those are my four main focuses. Yeah. So, you know, when, when I take a loss, I say, all right, you know what? It is what it is. On to the next. Yep. I'm not sweating it. I'm not going to tear apart that relationship for yep. what? That's, yep. that's too much stress. Like, tax, tax write-off. I'm good. <laughs> what what was right your off. old brokerage? <laughs> Royal Realty, right? Yeah, Royal Realty. Okay, Royal Realty. Okay, cool. Because I, I, brokerage. Is Keller Williams a brokerage? Yeah. Okay. So, like, most people in Central Florida would say, like, oh, ah, I want to be a realtor. I want to do this. Let me look at Keller Williams. That might be one of the bigger ones in Orlando. Really big. Remax. They're, La Rosa. Yeah. Keller Williams is building big nationwide, basically. Keller Williams is big, but I will tell you, a lot of people from Keller Williams are coming to EXP. EXP. Mm-hmm. And that's the brokerage you're with now. I am. Okay, so one of the big things that got you over there was the woman empowerment. You like you saw some big women figures with that- your team. There's different teams like within it, right? So you can oh, kind of yeah. get into it. Ah. So if you're like a guy and you want like a, a guy's thing, you want a golf team, you just probably have stuff like that, right? So the team that I'm with is it's all it's all under an umbrella. So my mm-hmm. actual broker is in uh, Siesta Key, mm-hmm. but I work with the um, like. I work with Home Pride Group. So the person who runs my brokerage, his yeah. name is Steve Peel. Okay. He had his brokerage for Home Pride mm-hmm. for 15 years. Oh, wow. And then he merged to EXP because he's seen how much, how big uh, the opportunity was for him. And when I say opportunity, revenue share, stocks, um, it's it's training. It's limitless. Yeah, support. And when I say I can go go online and talk to a broker, I can talk to a broker right now if I wanted to. Oh, wow, that's mm. nice. So it is nice because there's a lot of things in real estate. Like I'm not, I do not know it all, but I will tell you, I'm going to ask somebody that knows it well, all. Yeah. And I I knew I had to do, I had to do something to get to that point. That's good. Because at my old brokerage, like you know. No shade on anyone, but I had one person to call to, yeah. and it was so hard because I care so much about my business. And I wanted so much for myself that that wasn't enough for me. Yeah, mm. that makes or sense. Or my clients. Yeah, I, I noticed that like my my clients were taking an L because of some of the things that I didn't know, and after the fact, there's so many things that I went through. Like that could have been was different. New. That yeah. could have been different. Um, so I knew for my clients, I had to step up and get to a different level. Uh, that that sounds sense. that sounds really good. That sounds big because like um, 
going back because I feel like that's like the theme of this. Like I'm looking at you as a one year realtor, like success, like you don't even know what I got coming next year, whatever. It's and crazy. I, I, and I and I keep mm-hmm. thinking back to that statistic of first year realtors. And what are they doing wrong that you're not doing? And one of those things might be like, hey, yeah, Keller Williams is a big real estate brokerage or, you know, agency or whatever. But maybe just the top agents get the, the you know, attention they need or yeah. the respect they need in order to do what you're talking about. And if you're just starting off, maybe you're going to be at the bottom yeah. of that of that branch. Yeah. You're going to be at the bottom of that uh, priority list where hey, why not try some different yeah. brokerages while you're starting off? And then if you want to go, you know, but like whatever, like at I, your point. I just want to make a point like for realtors and like any business owner. Yeah. No matter who is your broker or who is your boss, at the end of the day. That's what you do. Man. You are mm-hmm. in control of your business. Yep. And mm-hmm. you are the reason why you fail or you are the reason why you succeed. succeed. Yep. Um. You have to be, you have to really be hungry. Yeah, absolutely. You have to really want it. Yeah. And if you don't, it's going to show. Numbers don't lie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I do have a quick question. So mm. I, I know, um, so you're a realtor and I know that like brokerage is kind of like, how do you become a broker from a realtor? I, I don't even know that. So you, I believe that you have to be a real estate, you have to be a realtor for two years consecutive. Okay. And then you have to take a 75-hour class. Don't quote me on this because I don't. Yeah. Guesstimate. You know more than we know. It's around. Yeah. Um, And you can get your broker's license and you can start your own brokerage. Okay. Is that something you want to pursue in the future or you're not sure yet? As of right now. It's not in the picture? No. I'm I'm good where I'm at. it's, It's so crazy. Like you... Just two years ago, I was in a totally different headspace in a totally different space. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea I would be yeah. where I'm at. But I knew at that time I wanted something like this. I was hungry for something yeah. like this. I, I wanted, I have all the skills for it. It just, I wasn't in the right place at the right time. So maybe five years from now, that would be something I yeah. want to pursue. But um, I'm kind of looking into flipping houses. Mm. I'm, I'm looking into investing in homes myself. I'm looking into a lot of different things. And it's yeah. not to own my own brokerage. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to, I, 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 my goal isn't to train people on how to be realtors. I, I, I think that the best way to become financially free is to yeah. invest in real estate mm-hmm. because once the market crashes, once the real estate market crashes, the market crashes, like yep. vice versa. So it, it's everything. Yeah. I, now, I do have a quick question for you because this is actually like a, a pretty big debate. I know nationwide. I've talked to probably, probably like 100. <laughs> I know what's coming. Yeah. I talked to, I talked to 100 I realtors. I talked to 100 realtors and I've gotten like 50, 50 mixed answers. I'll go ahead and drop it though. Do you think we're in a real estate bubble right now? In Florida specifically, how about Florida that? Specific. We, we could do nationwide and then Florida. We could do both. Okay, I don't know about any other states. Right. I have no okay. idea. Okay, so what about, what about Florida? What do you think about Florida? Okay, based on the fact that this is my first year and the <coughs> things that I've seen, um, I will tell you I started real estate in the best year to start real estate. Oh, oh. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. The, 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 <laughs> the amount of inflation and the amount of homes that are going for the prices that they are is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm under contract for a home that's under a thousand square feet it's a two bedroom one bath it has a very nice backyard and i'm i'm under contract for 199 Mm -hmm. in town in downtown st cloud and it's a wood frame home it's not a block home so 
fucking I, wood for I, I don't know if we're if if this is just like you know I've heard so many different things. Yeah. But what I will say is is the amount of traffic and the amount of numbers that were going up in March and April of 2021 yeah. is has drastically changed from right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in the holidays, so um, things have slowed down a little bit, yeah. and I don't know what's 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 you know planned for tomorrow. Um, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I will say I bought my house this time last year, yeah. and there was a lot of listings that I wasn't uh, able to see. Yep, because they were like, "Stay out of my house." It's yep. the yeah. holidays. Yep. So, I I like as far as my experience. When I, you bought this house, were the owners living here? Or were there no, tenants? No, they they were like renting the house out. To tenants. Okay. And no, no tenants, no tenants oh, at the so time. It was vacant. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it was vacant. So How I got did- lucky. I would like to know a little bit about that process. So, when you bought this house, were you competing against other uh, yes. other clients? Did you have to put in like an escalation clause? So, here's one thing what? that here's one thing that was big for me when I first signed up, and I just want to say my real estate agent was really big in Keller Williams. I really want to be your real estate agent. No, no, hey, hey, shout out to <laughs> hey, you work with Paco Watch Podcast. You got everything That's from me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the real estate agent I work with, she was really big in Keller Williams. And I want to say I see a lot of like she's well into her career at this right. point. But I will say I see a lot of the things she was doing and saying with you. Cool. That personal touch, that follow up, that things like that. You're you're you got it. You got to. You got it. Um, but we did. Um, and one thing that was different for me for anybody that's looking to buy a house. I don't know if you've noticed this, but when I bought when I bought the uh, house, I had my updates on MLS like. Uh, I forgot what it was, but it was like I had it set to a time and it wasn't like instant and I wasn't able to buy shit because I was getting all my updates at like nine o'clock in the morning and that update was already yesterday or some shit like that. So by the time so I got my update, update, do you mean like the realtor, the selling agent saying, hey, listen, we're going to sell this house by this time. So we need all the contracts <laughs> in by this. Meaning time. like when I looked at uh, houses available for sale on MLS, it. For some reason, she let me know. She was like, do you just want it in the mornings? Do you want it instant, like, as it comes in or whatever? And I chose the morning, so I was like, eh. right. And that screwed me over like crazy. But for this house, I just switched to give it to me on demand. As soon as something goes on the on the market, let me That's know. That's how it is. It has to be. And it's crazy because for you, this is second nature because you've worked in the year of, like, the craziest market ever. <laughs> but, like, for me... And maybe she was like, look, Cruz, you need to, like, get instant updates if you want to buy one yeah. of these houses. Because you were talking about competition. Yeah. Every house had competition. The buyers are doing things for the sellers these days. Period. Yeah. Buyers are giving sellers concessions. Um, the, the second to the biggest listing that I sold this year, the buyer ended up, my seller was moving to North Florida. And the buyer was like, listen, I own my own AC company. You said you don't have any duck work at AC. You let me get this house. I'm going to go ahead and, and do something for you. Really? And it was written in the contract. It's anything. It's a really? bilateral contract. A real estate contract is between the buyer and the seller. Any terms that they agree to is what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So in this biz, in this year, buyers have to fight hard to get their, they get their offer accepted and even more. 100%. I think I bought this house over my offer price. But I had like a contingency where like if it so like I think I offered uh, like two fifty or two forty five or something. It appraised for like two fifty five. Okay. 
and I ended up getting that. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, that... that That's crazy. It was crazy because in my mind, I was just, like... I was, like... Can I... Can you disclose what kind of loan you had? A conventional FHA? Are you... Can you? It was no. the first time home buyer supply FHA. Did you? Yeah. FHA? I had, yes. You, bu- you bought uh, when the time was right because nowadays FHA is the redheaded stepchild of this You're not getting nothing. <laughs> and my you ain't real, getting nothing. My agent was telling me too. She was like, look, there's no way it's going to praise for over this amount. X, Y, Z, this and that. And then boom. And I was like, oh my God. No, but you're so right Aww, because I can't imagine these days how, how competitive. It's hard. It's we were hard. the first. Yeah. I have an FHA buyer that I'm working with and they actually own a home that's like really old in downtown St. Cloud. Everything's like... Mm-hmm. Like 1910, and they own a home and they bought it with an FHA loan. Yeah. So the fact that we're going out and buying another one with the FHA loan, they're like, what's going on with FHA? Like, why is FHA like uh, inferior to conventional? And I'm just like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, requirements. Like, how m- it's requirements. Yep. How many buyers do you get outside of Florida? So Speaking um, to like the whole market. I- Right now, I I just want to um, share a big win that I have today. I'm going under contract, second day, 2022. Hey. I'm going under contract with my buyers from Georgia. Ooh, and, you know, there you go. Give her <laughs> um, this buyer, she's someone that used to take care of me when I was younger. She's my babysitter. Oh wow! And her and her mother. She lives in Alabama. Her mother lives in Georgia. Her mother's selling her house, mm-hmm. and um, it's contingent upon buying a house here in Florida. Mm. I found them a, um, we're going under contract today. Um, I found them a 2,300-square-foot home in Fort Meade. It's a one red-light town in Ooh, Polk County. Oh, wow. Like, I don't even, yeah. I've never been there. Um, the listing agent was so awesome. I was like, listen, my son's birthday. It was yesterday. I was like, I really would love for you to take initiative and and help me. And she did. She did a a FaceTime call, um, with the buyers and did a showing and we put it in a contract. So they're going to sign. Wow. So that that. that was the only, um, person that I've ever had come from out of state, come here. And that was like, obviously my own personal, um, so are, are you on a real? Are you the realtor for the for their selling too? I'm, I'm realtor for the buyers. Oh, okay. The buyers. So, so, you're, so you're not doing the selling agent. in their house. I'm not selling the house. Uh, I found them that house. Okay. And it, it was like random. You know, on the MLS, you can search for your buyers. You can yeah. search what county, mm-hmm. what kind of bed and bath, how many square feet, and there was something specific that she wanted. Um, single woman, older woman, and, and she wanted to be alone. They actually own a really successful construction mm. business here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to relocate here. And normally, like, now that I'm with EXP, EXP is international. So I can work with anyone outside of the United States mm. in, in a couple different countries. Um, I don't think we're worldwide now. But, yeah. um, you know, I was like, hey, I could list your house in Georgia. I can refer a realtor. And they're like, no, we're going to use the realtor that helped us buy this house. Okay. And I said, cool. Sounds cool. good. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll represent you on the buying side. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with her to help her find her house here. Wow, that's great. That's great, though. And, and like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to no, interrupt you. No, but no, you're good. My, my, every listing that I had here was in St. Cloud and Osceola County, Mm. um, because that was my sphere of influence. I'm not going to work a lot with a lot of people in California and New York because I don't know a lot of people People there. I know a lot of people here. Yeah, exactly. So that was just like out of chance. She called me. She said, girl, I know you're a realtor. Can you help me? Mm -hmm. 
And that, that, that's right now until you start hearing people referring, referring. And in five years, you're probably going to be doing working with a lot of people out of state like that, too. But you can I mean, make you good money know. just staying in the local area. Oh, of course. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Of Look course. At that. Absolutely. Especially with this market. It's absolutely insane. So um, I think I remember saw, seeing that you did have, you represented a buyer and seller before, didn't you? I, I, th- I, th- I thought I saw that, but I, I could did, be wrong. I did. You did, let right? Me, let me, like, scroll back really quick. So, Yeah. When I left my brokerage, I left with five deals. Like, that was fucking huge. Yeah. And, um, you know, at that point, I I was. And you got more deals with the next brokerage by the end of the year. Look at that. She's like, of course. It was crazy. (laughs) But what I will say is the deal that I represented both sides was my grandfather's listing. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. That's great. That's awesome. He he owns um, several acres in. God, I can't even remember the place. Holopal. Holopal, yeah. Yeah, Holopal. And there's usually uh, Holopal is single wide trailers on an acre yeah. or two. Um, and right now, like a couple months ago when I sold it and I was representing yeah. the buyer as well as my grandfather, we sold for 178 for a oh, double wow. wide on an acre. Um, and, you know, if you want to invest in anything right now, <sighs> long term, I would invest in something that's going to grow in the future. So right now, um, if you look at Lake Nona and Mm -hmm. Narcoosie Road, Mm -hmm. one acre is going for a hundred grand. Well, at least a couple months ago, it was going for a hundred grand. All those homeowners that own property on Narcoosie, they're making so much money and they probably bought that property for 10 grand back in the day, back in the day. Um, So if you want to invest in long-term, I would suggest investing in a rural area where you can buy um, I represent yep. my my skirts. cheapest deal this year. Um, I think they bought it for thirty grand. I got like a commission of seven hundred dollars. I was like, so what? I made a couple phone calls and I wrote a couple contracts. We did it. Yeah. But um, you know, he's clearing out that land and putting a double wide on there. And I don't know if he's going to rent it out or have family live there, but. <clears throat> It's an investment. If you want to invest in anything that's cheap right now, I would invest in something that's that's cheap now and in the long term where you know where it's going to grow. Yep. Har- Holopal is right after Harmony. Yep. Harmony is a big place to right to now. buy right now. It's it's huge. It's expensive. And so. they're, they're, the houses they're building over there are crazy, man. Because I actually did a closing. I didn't realize it was so far. It says St. Cloud. And I was like, oh, let me just accept. And I pulled my GPS. I'm like, oh. Cause I live in West Orlando, so I'm like, no, it was all the way out in Harmony. But they're building some big, like, like they're the cookie cutter houses for the most part. But they're building they, some big ones. They're like Dr. Seuss houses. Like, yeah, every house is the same. Yeah, exactly. They're cookie cutter houses. But the 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 one I went to was massive. It was like a it was like a I think a seven bedroom. It was like almost it was like over four thousand square foot. I was like, Jesus, this is like big. I wasn't expecting it to be like that. I will say, like. And I, I feel like this year we've noticed a common theme of those that went to work during quarantine, like during the pandemic, are coming up. Like you got trench family, you got you know, real estate and shit like that. That just anybody, you did the same shit. This was quarantine. a year to invest in yourself, hands 100%. down. Period. Invest. 100%. It was quiet time this year. Period. You had to put your head down and go to work. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I will say, um, last year, even though COVID was very much alive or whatever, but last year. I think, because when I bought my house, December 2020, everybody was like, oh, yo, COVID is happening. There's going to be so many, uh, like, uh, delinquent payments, this and that. Like, like the houses you're looking at right now are probably going to be, like, 50 grand cheaper in a couple months when this and that. I, I think this year or last year was the year where if you invested in real estate, you're going to see... 
big gains. Because in my mind, because he asked you about the market in Florida. Inflation. Right, inflation. Yeah. But we've had a whole episode on this where mm-hmm. there's very much a great argument for inflation, right? But there's also a great argument for Florida is the best place to be in the United States of America right now. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and that's, that's easily that's easily arguable, I feel like. And there's so the best. Yeah, the sta- statistics back it up, too. That's I why everybody moving here. I mean, and you got our governor, you got COVID, you got beaches, you got whatever, bitches. The weather. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm just playing. COVID's hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, oh. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have the Delta variant. Like, I'm not even yeah. going to lie. I was dying on my couch. Oh, I remember you told me that. You said that you were, like, really bad safe. Luckily, I the was. doctor helped you a lot. I was. Thank God. Um, it, it's, it's sad. I don't want to get too much into it, but... Yeah. It's crazy that we're two years into this and all there is is masks and vaccines. Yep. Yeah. Like, do you guys have anything else like with the flu? <laughs> Pfizer, Pfizer came out with like a treatment, but that's not being pushed as much Never as the vaccines or masks. See what I'm saying, though? Like, who? not to say that they don't have these things. They might. They're not pushing it. Like you said, you've never heard of it. The thing is, is, you know, like I, I, I have a medical background and I know, I know a thing or two. Yeah. And I will say with viruses and any nurse and doctor will say this is treat your symptoms when you have a virus because yeah. virus, you can't give a medication to, and you're not going to get better Mm-mm. like a bacterial infection. Um, so like anything that's going to keep the fever down or what other symptoms that you have, but, um, it's, it's just crazy. I love America. Yeah. I, I wish I wish when we were younger, like things were like they were when we were younger. But but yeah. it's not, and it is what it is. Um, but I will just say, like, it's important to stay educated, and it's important to take care of yourself because the doctor that I had, I would have not gotten better, mm-hmm. and as fast as I got better, if I didn't have connection with that doctor. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. It, know know your doctor. It was, talk to your doctor. Gave you ivermectin, right? Yeah. She yeah. Did. If you got COVID and you're listening. Look into ivermectin. Like, into and it. talk to your doctor before yeah. you do Obviously. any of these decisions. Well, yeah. yeah, you have to find a, you have to find a doctor that's even willing to prescribe you ivermectin too. If you go into really? the hospital, yeah. they're going to maybe give you IV fluids and tell you mm-hmm. to go home and, and quarantine. Yeah. Um, I know with with my son, I took him to the hospital yesterday because he had a fever. I thought he had uh, dehydration because we were on the boat the day before. Yeah. And usually, when I go into New Orleans, they will. Um, do blood work and they will give IV fluids. And yesterday they listened to him with the stethoscope and they sent him home saying he had a virus and tested him for COVID. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing they were concerned about. Oh, wow. So, you know, you got to be educated and you got to uh, take care of yourself and your family yeah. and, and be connected with people that, that have uh, that knowledge because I don't know exactly. I can't quote, um, but I know that the ivermectin helps. 70% reduce yeah. the symptoms of COVID 70% yep. and um, legally, I don't know yeah. like everything that we're saying, but it, no, we it, don't know shit about nothing, it, but we're not, we're not medical, we're not medical doctors. Yeah, yeah. The, the, these were studies that were done yeah. uh, outside the U- US and my doctor prescribed it to me. Yeah. And uh, you know, and everybody and makes a big deal. Iver- it worked for me. Yeah. I was sick. Yeah. And um, ivermectin is, was, was stated by the World Health Organization, the WHO, mm-hmm. that it was 
it was a great drug yeah. prior to COVID. Um, whether or not they give it to people for COVID, you know, I don't think that the WHO has said anything upon that. No. But I know that it has been proven to reduce symptoms 70%. And yeah. I will say that it did help me tremendously. So it was yeah. nice. It was nice to be connected with a doctor that's actually educated <clears throat> and, and knows how to get yeah. a I, I remember that you had wrote me whenever you were sick and you were telling me, you were like, I don't know if I'm going to survive this right now. I remember you told me that you said that you're on your couch and you said that you weren't sure if you were going to survive or not. I couldn't breathe. I was laying on my couch and I really couldn't breathe. And yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes. So, you know, like my mother, she yeah. had it. And we were around each other at the same mm-hmm. time. So maybe she had the same variant. But she's been a smoker for 20 years. And she didn't have it as bad as me. Yep. And like my girlfriend, she caught COVID back in March 2021. I'm surprised uh, she And she had COVID. And she was in the hospital. <laughs> she was in the hospital. Not in the hospital. She was in our house. laying down, Like we're going to bed at night. And it sounded like she was gargling when she was breathing. It was like... <laughs> I was like, it felt. I'm like, I'm like, are you good? Touchy subject for people. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, are you okay? She's like, I cannot breathe. I'm like, just do the best you can to relax. You know? Yeah, because some people haven't experienced it at all, and it's really hard for them to like understand. But now this new variant, I was, and I know a lot of people that are getting it. Yeah, Um, everybody's getting this new variant. Even people that are that I know that are vaccinated are getting it. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, like, you have to be responsible for yourself and your family and stay educated and and take care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, like, they're not going to do it for you. And parentheses on yourself. Yeah. 1,000%. I just want to say that. Like, parentheses on, like, learn for yourself. Take care of yourself and your own family. Stop worrying about what other people are doing. Yeah. But to that point, I just want to say because Florida is operating a little different under this covid and I feel like the markets in these other states are, like, way higher than... Like, for instance, uh, my girlfriend's uncle just sold his house in Lake Nona, and mm-hmm. he had buyers from Minnesota. And apparently, their houses in Minnesota are, like, 800000 to a $1 million for, like, a home that they just bought in Lake Nona, which Lake Nona is really nice for Florida. But uh, nice. yeah. I just... That's why it's hard for me to understand this inflation or maybe, like, if there is an inflation, because it's like, how are these states... Where it's cold eight months of the year, selling their homes for eight hundred thousand, and we got beaches, and you know what I mean. It like, just depends on what's going on in those other states, whether yeah. it be factories <clears throat> or, you know, like I know ah. here here in Saint Cloud locally, we have Lake Nona, we're thirty Medical. minutes away from Orlando, mm-hmm. the beaches, like everything is going up in price because we are surrounded by those things. Yep. So mm-hmm. I would say, you know, like even my client, she's she has a. A, a decent home and it's going for almost three hundred grand in Georgia. Mm. Georgia's crazy. I yeah. love Georgia. Is Georgia popping though? Oh my god! I wish I. I mean, I love Florida so much, but if I could just like go dream and live in another place, it would probably be like Tennessee or Georgia. Tennessee. You can buy a mansion for like three hundred thousand. Yeah, a five bedroom, yeah. three and a half bath, freaking four thousand square feet, like. You yeah. just gotta be set though. My, my parents are my <laughs> parents. grand. Like, come on, we can go move there if we want to yeah, tomorrow. I mean, but what yeah. do you want to be around? You want to be around the beaches or exactly. the cows? Like yeah. my my family, they got a, they got a house in Ocala <laughs> a few months ago. It's um, six bedroom, or um, I think it's like forty one hundred square foot. They got it for three ninety nine. What in Ocala? And like prime prime Ocala. That's so nice. Yeah. But I mean, that's what you're seeing in Florida is like Davenport, Ocala. But that's what I'm saying. You have to, like, you have to go on the outskirts. If you, want, if you want to have Orlando in your address, funny you, ain't, you ain't getting that. With I'm good. I'm so yeah. happy that I'm living in Kissimmee right now and Kissimmee's no longer the outskirts. It, like last yep. 2020, 
2020, December 2020, when I bought this house, it was not considered the outskirts, but it mm-hmm. was yeah. six months away from the outskirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would they consider the spot BBL? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What you mean? Hey, no, this hey, <laughs> they just like did the the construction. I like. I, it's been like three years, but from Boggy Creek to Lake Nona, yeah, we're right there. You yeah. Guys, everything is building. Yeah. Yep. They got somebody just bought like. Like I think it was like three point two billion worth of this like cyber town they're trying to build or something like that like like on Simpson and something is straight construction like that they're doing so, whatever she's like her eyes lit up hers like what yeah. I would, if I can give you any advice it would to be stay here because mm-hmm. things are growing around and, you. and your your equity is going to grow yeah have you seen interest rates going up I have not no not yeah they, they, not they've yet. been staying stable. Hmm. It's just right. Okay, so that's another thing that I want to just touch on. A lot of people this year are like, everything is so expensive. I'm going to wait till the market crashes to buy. Well, guess what, guys? Your interest rates are really low right now. Yep. So when you go and buy at that really low price, your interest rates are going to be high. And you're going to be the, paying more. Like, over thir- people don't realize, man. This is something I see because I, I close the loan documents. That's what I do for a living. And I get to see all the numbers side. And you'd be surprised what 1% on a quarter million over 30 years does. Mm. You might as well buy a one, house $100,000 more. 1% on a quarter million is exactly. easily 80000 Easily 80000 over 30 and, years. And that just goes to show, you know, like everyone's not educated in the real estate industry. industry and... It's okay for those people to make that decision. Yep. I'm not going to be hard on them, but I'm going to educate them and let them know. You want to buy then or when it comes? What if prepared. it never comes, though? Because, like, I don't know. We've, we've talked about this. Like, at some point, L.A. was up and coming, right? And yeah. I'm sure there was people talking about a bubble or whatever. And then next thing you know, they got 1.5, like, nothing. You know what I mean? New York. Like, there's a lot of reasons why New York is popping. They have, like, outside investors just buying real estate up. New York is crazy. Yeah. I, I I believe that New York is the number one uh, real estate producer in, yeah. in the United yeah. States. Besides California, bring up those two. Those are the two biggest ones. Yeah. But I think Florida is the prom- too, one, but it's coming. Uh, New York's ahead. Yeah, yeah. And wh- Do you I think-, think there will ever be a new L.A.? Like who knows? How could they're I don't not? I know anything about California. I've never yeah. been there. How the, could they not? The problem with New York for real estate is that there's nowhere to build. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even when you go upstate, there's not much building you can do. You know what I mean? Like in prime New York, but in California, you know, there's still hills you can build on. So that there's still stuff you can still expand on. But New York, you can't really do an I expanding. I would never buy property in California. Yeah, well, me. Either. I wouldn't personally. I would <laughs> yeah. never. Um. They have, a lot, I, they have a lot going on over there, especially with like weather wise. Weather, COVID, yeah. weather, all of that shit. Like yeah. that's why Florida. I Florida see is amazing. Or, it's in a great investment. Yeah. Like if any investors are listening, it is the best investment opportunity. Just because you have like the beaches, mm-hmm. the investment properties, the you want people to live here. You want more people, to people are moving here every year. Be here. Yep. Orlando just opened up. We got Deloitte opened up. We got Lockheed Martin. We got factories. We got manufacturers. Lake Nona, uh, Disney headquarters are headed to Lake Nona right now, guys. Really? Oh. So you want to know why the property off Narcusi Road headed into St. Cloud is so much money? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. And Lake Nona is a medical had, city. 
Medical City, when I yep. was in a medical assistant in school, I remember the principal coming in and talking about Medical City and how yeah. big it was going to be and how yep. many jobs there were going to be. And I was like... Man, have you seen the VA in Lake Nona? I have, I've been there. They have Me good too. food there, I'm not going to lie. I, oh, <laughs> I've never been like... I never ate there, but the VA in Lake Nona is like a freaking... It's like going to like a theme park almost. It's so massive. For those of you that have listened back to our like... Uh, what was it? Market value episode. I win. That episode. Really? I'm sorry. Just off of this episode. Because <laughs> yeah. Jacob and Zach were arguing me to yep. the fucking bone about how we're in a bubble. Yep. And here we are a year from now, damn near. Yep. And, and there's still growth. To I, be had. I, I came back to you because I actually spoke because I thought we were in a bubble. And I spoke to a um, like a realtor that's been a realtor. And he's actually in St. Cloud for over 30 years. Can you say his name? Yeah, it's. Um, Brain fog. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's we my all have my it. parents. It's my my parents' uh, realtor for, like it's five cool. times. I just wanted to know if I knew um, that. Wow. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm, if, on, if I remember, Zach. I'll say it. no. If, if I remember, I'll say it to you guys. It's I, cool. I'll I hope y'all remember but, my name. If but anyways, I sat down and spoke to him, <laughs> and he was telling me he was like, "Nah, we're not in a bubble, bro." He goes, "He goes, he goes. He goes this is where this is where Florida needs to be." And yeah. he goes, "He goes, we're not in a bubble." And I was like, "Well, what do you think about like?" Um, I was like, "What do you think about people like whenever like." The, the payment forgiveness everything ends what do you think about like what's going to happen with the whole like um oh, i forgot the name of that too when people like can't pay their bills in their like house. delinquency no um yeah well delinquency but there's a name foreclosure what do you think about foreclosure he goes houses aren't going to be foreclosed i'm like why not he goes why would you foreclose on a property when you can sell it and make twenty thousand dollars profit Ooh, off of it? yeah 100 yeah. and so um, he was like hey, we ain't gonna see foreclosures uh, okay I want to touch base on that because I obviously wasn't around 2008 yeah. when everything was in foreclosure. Yeah, he, he was a realtor back then, too. He was. Yep. So he knows that. Yep. But I can tell you that as far as the lending part is aside, yeah. I, as, as a realtor, it's my job to connect my yep. buyers with people so that are educated. And um, I know a really good lender, and, and, and she's talked to a lot to me about everything. And she she's told me all the guidelines to be able to get a loan to purchase real estate is insane. It's not mm-hmm. like it used to be. Mm-hmm. So of course not. We're gonna not. Get and you got mortgage closure. insurance. Yeah, you yeah. got everything. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, mortgage insurance. Hey, sure. hey, but you know what? It's it's so much better to pay your own mortgage than it is to pay somebody else's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially these rent prices are crazy. Like, I am so blessed to not have to to do any of that. Yep. Um, I personally don't own a home of my own. So yeah. when we were talking about those goals for this year. I, I really would love to purchase my mm-hmm. own home or at least save 20% down so I can have an investment property. But it is hard out here for people who are paying rent. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got lucky cause I, I rent and I got lucky with where I'm at because I got it locked in. at like, it's like, it was like 1260 something, but like after all the fees, it's like 13 something a month. Right. It's like mid thirteens. But, but if you have I, a year I've, lease you're, you're, your landlord might want to sell. Well, yeah, and the price is high. Well, yeah. no, I, I don't. Have, it's it's, uh, it's like a, it's an apartment, so like I, I, they're not oh, gonna they're okay. not gonna sell anything. Okay, but so luckily that. But I got lucky because I, I did that. But then literally three weeks after I did that, my same apartment that the like the floor plan shot up to eighteen hundred dollars a month, and it's been staying at like sixteen to nineteen, seventeen to like nineteen. And so I got How lucky. Many bedrooms, yeah. It's a one bedroom. Shut the fuck but, up! But but oh yeah. I will say the good thing about it though is it's like it's like a mass. It's a massive one bedroom. It's a it's a one thousand <laughs> square foot one bedroom. View? Well, I'm in a good location. I'm married in Millennia. Okay. Right yeah. dead center. But yeah. I, w- I do want to say the mall. One thing. The mall's my neighbor. For those of you that didn't understand, like what you were just talking about with 2007, 2008 crash. That so it's like rule out l- market crash due to lending. Yeah, that's not fucking happening. A, the guidelines that there are, 
to get a loan, right? Because you mentioned oh, it. Yes. Zach yes. makes great money and it's hard for him to get a loan because yeah. of the way his he sets his books. You yep. know what I mean? Exactly. You gotta if you own a business, you have to have two years of paying taxes to be able to get a loan. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot get a loan right now. For for I that business to. too, for that specific business. And back then they were handing out loans like, Oh, you want two houses? Here you go. Like yep. take, go ahead. So that's not happening. And then on top of the restrictions, they got the mortgage payments and shit like that, which is like Ensuring that this yeah. doesn't happen what, again. One thing I will say though is that I've noticed that on like the personal lending side, the banks are so strict. But on like the business lending side, bro, pff, they hand out money like nothing, bro. Like yeah. it's just like, oh, you want to buy that house for three hundred thousand? Let's we can close tomorrow, bro. Let's approve right now. Let's go. I like know. it's insane, and it is absolutely insane. Their interest rates in them are through the roof. But I'll tell you right now, market flip flopped. I know a lot of people, business side, that are going to be scratching themselves like crazy because, man, don't. I'll tell you right now, on the business side, they just hand out money like cake, like nothing. It's nothing. It's like you want it, you take it. You want it, you take it. You want it, you take it. But like on the personal side, it's so much harder, which doesn't make sense to me because I feel like on the personal side, it's a safer bet than on the on the business side. Almost personally, for me, that's what I feel like because on the business side, things flop. Business owners are going to be like, take that shit, man. That's whatever. I'm write it off. And then on the personal side, it's like, this is my home. I need this. I have to have this. This is where my kids live, you know? But I don't know. Maybe they have a reason. It's funny that you say that because you can actually get a a loan on a home as a residential home with your your business. Yeah. Like the revenue of your business um, apart from like what you make as your regular job. Um, But I do know a lender that actually, there's actually loans that you can get like an FHA loan. You can pay like... 3.5% 3.5% and, and do renovations on a property. Oh, yeah. I, I like, forgot. That's crazy. Yeah, they give like up to $35,000 for renovating. It's cool. Yeah. I know a lender that does that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot what the name of the loan so is. Brianna I has a great lender. I'm, yeah. Fuck I, with her. I have a couple great lenders. Yeah. Good. I work, I work with one solely, and I got connected with a new one recently. And, you know, it just, it depends. Like, yeah. some lenders don't do VA loans, and some lenders yeah. do, do this. So, like, I like to keep my business close close yeah. side because I need to know the per, the buyer that I'm referring someone to that someone is going to take care of my buyer. No, yeah, I need to know that. And 1, then starting out, how how hard was it to get those connects of lender of whatever other connects you have, right? Like handyman. I just want to I want to give credit to my last brokerage because the connections that I have today is because of my last brokerage. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, and that that my old broker was working I think seven or eight years as a realtor before he opened up his own brokerage. Mm-hmm. So he had already built, you know, those connections. connections yeah, yeah. It's, it's big. Connect- and how is, is that? How does that work? So you switch it, brokerage. Did those connections ever like wean from you? They're like, no. as long as you bring me the business. Yeah. You yeah. know, it is what it is. I think that no matter where I go, the connections that I yeah. make is because of me. It's not because mm-hmm. of my old broker. It's not because yeah. of this person. We have that relationship because of me and that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I might work with someone better than I might work with the other person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I've, I've made some really great connections and I always keep some, everyone close tied and, and wishing everyone well because you never know who you're they going need. to need mm-hmm. or who might need your services. Mm-hmm. You know, That's it true. might be on the other side. So yeah. um, I met a lot of amazing people this year and I had a I had a several, I mean, in real estate, you're going to have brokerages trying to recruit yeah. you. Yeah. But because I was growing as fast as I was and the potential that I had and, you know, all the fire that I have within me, a lot of people seen that. And I was taken out on 
lunches yeah. with, with brokers who were trying to recruit me. And it was a really hard decision to decide where I was going to go. Um, wow. I, so you I, had like a little decision process. In I did. Okay, I did. cool. It was cool. hard. It was very hard. But at the end of the day, I just knew um, I had to pray on it and I had to think on it and I had yeah. to do what I think is best. best. And you yep. made a good decision, obviously, because you I sold did. more in the fourth quarter than you did in the first three quarters. I <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited. I'm so excited to see what you have in store for next year because I know that this right here is a great oh. year, but it's going to be the worst year. I feel like for you, you know what I mean. Are you serious? Oh shit! No, you gotta say. I feel like I feel like this is your this this is a great year, but I feel like this is gonna be the worst year of your life because you're just now starting. I think next year you're gonna probably multiply what you're doing. This is gonna, you're gonna look back on this year and be like, that was so little. I'm because you're gonna grow Last so much. Year you know what I mean? Your worst year. You get what I'm saying? You, yeah. I don't mean it like negatively. I don't no, know if I, I said it wrong. <laughs> One but thing, I feel I like wanna, you're going to blow up. I feel like you're going to just going to take it even farther. I feel like because of the energy that you bring, the person that you are, you're such a kind hearted person. Even when we were younger, because if you guys don't know, I've known her since we were like in high school, basically. And we were classmates. Yeah, she was she was always such a nice person. She was always like she always had a sweet voice. She was always so nice and so kind. And she's always had like that energy with, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like it's going to take you so far. I really do. Thank I really, you. really do. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I told you guys that, that God placed this in my heart. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we all have these gifts that, that we're given. And when you live in your comfort zone and when you live in, in what your parents have taught you or what anybody has projected on you, you're going to play safe and you're not going to yep. get where you're going to want to be. And you're not going to feed that fire that's within you. That's yep. going to take you to, to your next level so for me like as, as a young girl i was in in different situations in my life where i was like yeah. i never want to be here again like i never want to feel like this yeah. so like you know getting to the point where i am today like it, it, it's just it's full circle and and um you really got to be hungry for it and before we it. close this up what was the one thing that you said was separating you like what's the one tactic that you're trying right now that um, that you think is so your this, separation. This year, one hundred percent is is focusing on social media, social yeah. media. and growing my platforms mm-hmm. because I know that's the quickest way to connect yeah. with everyone. Everyone's on social media, and um, yeah, I I think what really sets you apart is your God given gifts and how you use them. Absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with that. Hundred percent, I agree with that. And um, I do want to do before we go out. I want to say thank you for coming on. It was great. I feel like we had a great Are conversation. We done? Already? It's hour, hour and 20, 20. minutes. What? Time we flies. We forever. Yeah, exactly. Time us. flies. That's crazy. And, I and my drink and everything. I know. We're, we're definitely going to have you back on for sure. You're definitely going to be added to our lineup because that was a great cool. conversation. And I want. I would love to do like a six month checkup. That would be dope. Did like a six month checkup on I would I, love. I would love to do that. I would like to, by six months from today, I would like to um double my production from the six month mark that i made last year i think that's going to be easily attainable we're i think i think that, that i think gonna easily attainable. we're going to play that right before your next episode six Ooh, well, I, already, I already have a a six hundred thousand dollar contract Ooh, that I'm, I'm i'm gonna list wow soon. look at that so you're already, already you're already I like 22 contracts pending right now Let's wow go. that's big that's for big 2022 that's Let's big go. big 2022 well congratulations on you for that for sure and we do appreciate Congrats. you for coming and anybody who's listening 
if you guys want to connect with her, I'm going to have all of her all of her stuff uh, linked below. So go ahead and hit her up. If you're looking to buy a house, you want to just show her some love, you want to see her journey, you want to watch her journey, give her love, support, whatever, woman empowerment, whatever it is, go ahead and check the description below. All of her links are going to be there. So and connect I'm with not her. in just Osceola County. Yeah. I am licensed in the state of Florida, so I can go anywhere. Go. And, you know, if it's too far, like Miami or North Florida, I can tell you that I'm connected with a lot of realtors yep. that can take care of you. There you so, go. Boom. You know, reach out to me. If, if, she, if she can't help you, she can put you in the right arms and you can see how her eth- her um how she is ethically and morally so she's going to definitely put you in the right direction and like i said you know we always bring good people on here for the most part you know so Thank the best that we can so me. we appreciate you fun. awesome awesome you guys want to add anything else before we head out no that's it happy new year i know we're kind of late happy but like new year. let's execute this guys like i think you guys are going to see us grow bigger than we even hey, thought when we facts. started and, and i hope you guys do the same thing i hope you guys are going to execute these new year's eve resolutions and 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 uh, we got big things coming. This yep. is one of many. Yep. Thank you. Want to add anything else? I'm good. Um, right. I think I think the best thing to do is just feed your fire, and um, everything else will come through full circle. There you yeah. go. Pocket, watch out. Out. <laughs>